So, Kevin, what's a Gundam? Um, I got no idea. I think you've used that one before. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Kevin. And this is the podcast where we watch Gundam Wing, and I asked Kevin, do you remember anything that happened three weeks ago when we last watched Gundam Wing? Yep, and the answer is no. I mean, I'm sure I probably do, but no. Okay. Uh, this week we will be watching episode 15, To the Battleground Antarctica. What do you remember about Gundam Wing, Kevin? Relina is suicidal. Hero is an absolute douche nozzle. Not Hero. Uh, Wufei, sorry. Yes. Hero is a bit of a douche nozzle, not an absolute one. Catcher tried to kill himself. Hero tried to kill himself. Duo's pretty okay, but yeah. we haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. And, or no, it wasn't Catcher that tried to kill himself. It was uh, Troa. Troa that tried to kill himself. Yes. Catcher is like also doing kind of okay. Yeah. Do you remember anyone else in the series? I feel like there's a big one you're missing. The, there not, is a big fine. one. Noin is babysitting Relina right now. Yeah. And then we've got uh, Hitler, who's, um, God, why am I blanking on his name now? Trace Kushinada? Yes. He's hanging about. He met Relina. Yep. As she was shouting at a bunch of nobles that uh, they're being, you know, the, she was shouting at the landed gentry that they should give up their power. Like, that's going to work out well. To be fair, she was actually like, a bunch of giant ass robots are going to beat the shit out of you. If yeah. You don't... If you don't really push your power, yeah. basically. And I guess I should talk about the main character's ex marquis. <laughs> yes. That, that ding, ding, ding. Do you remember what he was up to last time? They had blown up, and I put air quotes, the tall geese. Which was actually just a bunch of spare parts for the tall geese. Uh, th- it was the wing gun. They said it was the wing gun, rather. It was a bunch of spare parts for the tall geese. Gotcha. He was like, I want to fix this wing gun. That's right. And the landed gentry were like, we must destroy it. Yeah, that's right. Hang it publicly as an example. <laughs> it's like, And then somebody pointed out, you can't hang a mech. I mean, we hang mechs all the time. They, they're totally fine. They don't actually need oxygen. Yeah. All right. I think that's enough. So with that, we are going to watch episode 15, The Battleground Antarctica. You can watch along on YouTube or Crunchyroll, and we will be back after the thing. So we just watched episode 15, Battle in Antarctica. What did you think, Kevin? There certainly was a battle in Antarctica. It's true. Um, some interesting stuff happened, but, you know, just like with uh, several things in Gundam, uh, I find a lot of stuff to poke fun at. <laughs> well, it's almost like these teenagers aren't very good people. It's like a lot of the people aren't very <laughs> good people. Like, I sort of understand the young, naive kids not understanding the ways of the world, but then there's like, you're an adult. You should know better. Not like even the villains, like some of the other stuff of like, you're supposed to be one of the good guys. Maybe don't be an idiot. Just, you know, throwing <laughs> stuff out there. All right. Shall we just get into it then? Yeah. Hey, uh, remember when Hero Yui killed that pacifist? <laughs> Yeah, they keep bringing that up quite a lot. I think it's been every single episode since he did it. I think there was one where, which was just Catra and uh, Duo. Well, oh yeah, that's possible. That so anyway, here has decided he's going to go to everyone in his family and be like, "Kill me." Yep, I just love the uh, "You're a coward. You just want to die." Yep, that's the only way I can live. That what? Is that a mistranslation? That line doesn't work. <laughs> So we cut to Troa explaining what we just said about how Kiro is letting the family of the man he killed decide his fate. 
And Troa has this list of family members that he crosses off the last one yep. as they are escorted out of a mansion. And he's like, are we done now? And he was like, it's not that simple. I was like, yes, yes, it is. There, you, you know, you wanted one of his family members to kill you. None of them did. And Troa's like, anyway, I can sympathize, but maybe stop being an idiot. And Hero's like, no, it's the only way I can live. And then they're followed by a black car. Dun, dun, dun. And they pass by a market where everyone has been frozen by some kind of freeze ray. Especially this woman who's mid-step, but the car is still moving. Well, because it was outside of the freeze ray effects. Gotcha. Like, just the market is frozen. So Hero's like, I'll take care of this car. And Troy's like, no, you're still injured. I will do a James Bond. Yes. So a truck going to the market passes, and Hero sneaks on board. Well, Troa summons a motorcycle. Yep. Akira style. It's a red motorcycle. Yes. The car somehow follows him down an alley. Yep. Which, like, that makes sense. But then it makes a 90-degree turn in the alley, somehow, you know, not crashing. So Troa jumps off his motorcycle, but the car keeps going and slams into a light post. And Troa jumps mean, so high, he is on a power line or a phone line. They have uh, phone lines. Clothesline. Oh, clothesline. You're right. It's literally a clothesline. And he circuses his way away casually. Yes. While Hero is in the apple truck. To show that he's an asshole. They meet back at the docks where Hero throws Troa a stolen apple and is like, hey. Now I owe you one. So, we can't transport the Gundam by land, but now that we're being watched, a ship is going to be tricky, too. Yep. But then a voice from off screen says, you can use my carrier, bros. And hey, it's Noin. Yep. She got taken off of babysitting Relina duty and is now here <laughs> to babysit Hero. There's this amazing shot of Troy dropping the apple who was thrown to draw his gun. Well, and I love that he doesn't just drop the apple. He, like, flicks it up just a little bit in the air that, like, he clearly could have caught the apple with the other hand. Anyway, Noin's like, hey, my name's Noin. I serve under Colonel Zex. He's the dude you fought in Siberia. Anyway, he wants to meet you. And Troy's like, that sounds ominous as hell. Yes. He's going to interrogate us. And he's like, no, he wants to show in and rival at you. Yes. He wants to fight you, mano a mano, in a Gundam that somehow won't kill either of you. I mean, I don't think he minds if one of them dies, but... Yeah, but they won't. Yes, I know. And Troy's like, oh man, this guy sounds like a shonen protagonist or something. Yep. And Noin's like, you can believe me or not. And Hero's like, I fought him once. I can believe you. Yep. He's not a planet trap kind of guy. He let me sit there and suicide myself. <laughs> and Troy's like, well, we better bring my Gundam then. Cut to a mansion, which is apparently where Rolina is living now with her new butler. Yes. Who types on his computer whenever he is looking at it, constantly. But can't send an email to Zex because he's not in Lake Victoria anymore. Yep. Zex Marquis at Lake Victoria, no hunger, goes through. But he, a butler, was able to figure out that Zex fake blew up a Gundam. So. <laughs> yes, I do love that. Everyone's like, there are rumors that he faked it. Like, I get Trace being like, come on, there's no way Zex blew up that fucking Gundam. And like him thinking like, he must have done something. And that not- inspector guy was also like, ah, he must have done something. Yeah, but, like, Inspector Guy didn't find anything. So why are there rumors that he faked it? Uh, because apparently he ordered too much Gundanium. Yep, and in this shot, the butler talks by separating his head from his neck while also moving his mouth. Yeah, the butler is not well drawn. In that shot, specific- well, I guess, no, in general. Yeah. Because he also is a, uh, a ventriloquist dummy. He's got the two lines so that his mouth can move. Maybe this is just Relina, and she doesn't want to admit to all the hacking she did. <laughs> anyway, the butler's like, yeah, I knew him when he was six. I'm not going to tell you he's your brother, though, for some reason. Yep. Anyway, we did a fencing, and he fenced so hard he broke my foil. But then instead of taking advantage, he went over to the wall and got me a new one. 
because he hates being when people are at disadvantage. So that's probably why he's trying to rebuild that Gundam so he can 1v1 him at Antarctica. Yep. This is how you can tell he's a Shonen protagonist. <laughs> he's like, go on, take your final form. I'll wait. And even at the age of six, he still had those luscious locks. <laughs> so Rene's like, man, if I could get in touch with Zex, I might be able to find out what happened to Hero. And he's like, ah, oh, this internet uh, classified says that someone else is also looking for Hero Yui. Mrs. Noventa, the wife of the guy he killed. Ah, I didn't see that. So when that thing pops up, there's a bunch of binary. And in a word pad. In, yeah, a bunch of binary and word pad. And then uh, it just says Mrs. Noventa, like in brackets <laughs> in the middle of that. And my first thought was, praise the Omnissiah, this man can read binary. <laughs> Anyway, she's trying to keep her search secret from Oz, so she went to www.noazaloud.com to post it. <laughs> .net, please. Of course, they'd never think of going to a .net, .net address. Yes. <laughs> so Erlina's like, hey, can you call her? And Butler's like, sure, I can. Cut to an ice tornado. Here we call those blizzards. <laughs> Which is how you can tell it's Antarctica, where Zex is talking to Noin's like, see, I told you he'd be alive. And she's like, yeah, I guess I owe you 20 bucks. Yep. Although the con- you can tell that uh, you know he's in Antarctica because the connection is shitty and she keeps like fading into static and the image is blurring. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, you're going to have to get around the search party though because I can't help you from here, Antarctica." And she's like, "Don't worry about it. I'm the main character's girlfriend. Nothing bad will happen to me." Yeah, yeah. Dermy didn't just finish Gundam Sea Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to Trace Kushradada hanging out at a lake, talking to himself about whether or not he should let Colonel Zex keep going. Having a com- and like the big thing is that he's having a conversation. Like it's like he's practicing his conversation to the Ramafeller group. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's a baby who sees a butterfly and crawls off the dock towards it. Uh, it's clearly a moth. It's only one color. <laughs> but he gets to the edge of the dock, and the butterfly is still falling off. And his mom was like, "Oh no!" But Trace Kushradada is like, "No." I watch to watch him drown. <laughs> Only through danger can we evolve. The mom looks away. But then the son, not a dumbass, instead of following the butterfly when it flies away, turns around. And oh my God, he starts to walk. And he's taken his first steps. Thanks to Hitler. Yes. And Trace is like, nah, Zex is cool. He'd never do anything to bother me. He's like, everyone's worried about this too much. Which is accurate. Yep. Cut to a bunch of cars now stalking a Oz carrier. With Inspector Man. And he's like, okay, so the Gundam assholes are probably on that plane. And the guy's like, think we should just leave them? He's like, be patient. We just gotta wait, and they will fuck up. We just have to follow them. In our planes. Which honestly doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Because he is currently on the ground. In a car. <laughs> yes. Nowhere near any of their planes. Cut the hero in the heavy arms, but ah, oh, his arm is injured, which makes it hard for him to raise the arm with the gun. I had forgotten that part that his arm was injured, so it made it look like the heavy arms yes. were somehow like had like actuator problems or something. Like I can't get the arm to move. So he's talking with Troya about like, oh, how do you have? What's your HUD setup? You know, <laughs> what are your what's your, what's your DPI on your controller? Where are your keybinds? Do you mind if I change them all? <laughs> you have flash on D. What the fuck? <laughs> and Noin's like, ah, oh, they're just like any other pilots. And other pilot is like, shouldn't we murder them to stop Colonel Zex from getting in danger? And she's like, did you listen to anything that man said? Anything. Also want to point out that they are currently inside of the Gundam. <laughs> Attempting to murder them would probably be a bad plan. Yeah, they could definitely take this carrier down. Yeah, he could just blow up the carrier and then fly down in the Gundam. So Hero apologizes for trying to borrow Tro's mobile suit when they're not supposed to. But Tro's like, eh, it's fine. But you got to hurry if you're going to get used to my keybinds. <laughs> Tira's like, this time I will defeat Zex. Oh, put my arm. Oh shit, my arm, it's so sore. Cut through Alina at a long, lonely table. 
with her butler being like, hey, so I talked to Miss Noventa and she gave me this letter and was like, hey, when you find your boy person, give it to him. When you find your personal Grim Reaper, <laughs> Hiroyu is the only one who shall murder me now. So she immediately opens it. The so she, big fancy she turns seal. around, then turns around again and opens it facing the butler. Like, not even turns around and opens it away from the butler. Like, turns around, turns around again to face the butler and open it. So the letter basically says, hey, when you showed up and was like, kill me. I really didn't know what to say because that was weird. <laughs> you kind of threw me for a loop there, but. I thought about it a little bit, and here are my actual feelings. Yeah. So you made a mistake in battle, and that killed my husband. And that sucks, but get over it. (laughs) (laughs) You're like fucking 14. My husband's wife's work was to try to make young men like you have a happy future. And he probably would forgive you. Do you remember that time you stopped all those nukes from blowing up the colonies? Yeah, and now we see a bunch of shots of Hero doing stuff that that is not relevant at all. It's just like, you're still young, you'll make mistakes, but... As long as young people like you who are genuine are in control of the future, it'll be probably be fine. Please end wars, XOXO, Miss Daventa. <laughs> and Melina's like, yes, I knew it. He's alive. I'm going to Sicily. That's where Miss Noventa is, so maybe she knows where Hero is. You know, that's why she sent me the letter. Because <laughs> <laughs> she knows where he Here is. Here he is, yes. And then straight up breaking the fourth wall to the audience, she goes, see, I knew he was alive after all. So did we. We've seen it already. <laughs> this episode, even. Cut to Hero and Tro with some coffee, and Noin's like, hey, put on these coats. We're going to Antarctica. Come on, it's they're 14. Be cold. They're hot cocoa. <laughs> they're going to Antarctica. It's hot cocoa. I think they're 16. That okay. is much different. It's still hot cocoa. No, they seem like they're the sort of kids who insist that they drink the, coffee. They drink coffee? Chair. Yes, but Noin also seems like the <laughs> okay, person Noin who would be their like, mom. yeah, hey, here's some cocoa, kids. <laughs> I right. wanted coffee. You're getting cocoa. <laughs> Fucking deal. Yes, that's true. So she's like, yeah, Antarctica is the only place we could have a mobile suit fight with nobody noticing. So, you know, slippery terrain. I know the ice levels suck, but got to do it. But nobody owns the continent. So, you know, we'll be fine. That's why we have a secret base there. Yep. So Zex is talking with this mechanic who's like, well, the Gundam is mostly fixed. And Zex is like, I need it to be all fixed. He was like, well, uh, like, we don't understand how this fucking gun works. There's no way we can make it work in time. Yeah, it, the arm needs to be strong enough to hold the giant-ass laser cannon we have. But also, it needs a servo to control the balance of the beam saber. And Zex is like, fine, take the left arm off the Talgis and use its system so at least we can have a cool sword duel. <laughs> it's like, Zex, what are you trying to prove? That I can beat the kid in a sword fight. I shall not be bested by a 16-year-old child. And he's like, hey, everyone, listen. I guess we're going to strip the talkies for parts. Cut back to the ship where there's a problem because they're being followed. Yep. They're being followed by a bunch of fucking prop planes while they have this cool supersonic jet carrier thing. They say it's a bunch of carriers, and we will say they have mobile suits on them. I wonder whether this inspector got three mobile suit carriers, though, yes. for his secret screw-over Zex Marquis mission. Well, I mean, he's part of the uh, Romanfeller Corporation, so it makes sense, but it's confusing where he got a bunch of Ares. I guess, they, you know, they're, Romanfeller they're funny makes the, yeah. the Ares, so yeah, that makes no, sense. The, that does make sense. I just want to, like, again, it's that thing of, like, oh, no, our pursuers caught up to us. Fucking how? They were going at regular speed instead of supersonic speed. But you think they should just step on the gas. But instead, Noin's like, we'll deploy two Ares and shoot them all down. It'll be fine. And Tro's like, you're going to be one of those Ares because you don't want to burden Zex. And Noin's like, it'll be fine. Don't question your mother, kids. A mother must protect her children. Also, the scale of those two Ares popping out of that carrier means there is absolutely no fucking room for the Gundam (laughs) in that thing. Nope. 
So they drop into the clouds to cover themselves. I guess these aren't prop planes. I'm sorry. And the other carriers are like, all right, we'll deploy our Ares. We deployed three to your two. But no one is like, eh, I got skills. It'll be fine. And they start shooting down carriers. They get two of them pretty quick. Now we see uh, that there were maybe four carriers because there's a shot of three of them there. But I don't know if that was just, you know, recycled footage. So yeah, two of the carriers have gone down. Uh, the Ares keep shooting at them very poorly because Noin keeps dodging. Well, they're also firing missiles, and they're like, you realize that the tracking systems on those things don't work great, right? <laughs> they're meant for firing at stationary targets. <laughs> and Noin's wingman is like, hey, I just need one more shot on that, and I can take it down. Noin's like, no, take cover. The chance they'll hit you is very high. And he's like, it's fine. I'm lucky. But then Colonel Inspector is also an Ares pilot, it turns out. Listen, any character in this series is a mech pilot, secretly. Except for Elena Darling. I figure she's going to get in. No, she's just going to get into one at some point and be like, oh, I know how to do this. (laughs) Every character. So Noin's wingman goes down, and Noin goes down to try and rescue him. He is okay, but his Ares can't fly. Yep. And Inspector Man is like, ah, deploy our backup mobile suits. Like all these Leos we have on here for some reason. Yes. So one carrier had another three Ares and about 20 Leos on it somehow. Concar technology, Kevin. Okay. And the colonel's like, now you will take me to Zex. Murder them. (laughs) Yes. It's because dubs in the 90s were good. (laughs) And Noin's wingman is like, get out of here, mom. I mean, listen, I don't want to just say that it's part of the dub or, you know, the the translation thing. Like, I feel like the story writing on this was bad enough for him to be like, uh, you shall lead me to where he is with your death. (laughs) So anyway, the pilot of the ship is like, oh, no, our mom's getting shot. We have to go rescue her. And Trez, like, that's against your orders. Like, I won't take crap for you. And he's like, ah, orders are all that's important. You're too weak. My woofay is showing. (laughs) So he turns the jet around, which at least has laser cannons on it for reasons. As Noin's dude is getting more blasted, and she's like, okay, we surrender. And Inspector is like, well, you think that would be enough? Maybe if you give me Zek's secret Gundam so I can put him in forever jail. (laughs) Hand over the Gundam. You got it. Unfortunately, he will still be hanged or possibly beheaded. We haven't decided. And as my reward, they'll think I'm cool. <laughs> that will prove me the better pilot because I forced you to get him arrested. Yes, better pilot. Anyway, kill them. But then the laser cannon show up with on the jet. Unfortunately, jets are not good at avoiding fire, although they are very good, it seems, at destroying Leos. It seems like bombing them is the way to go. Mm-hmm. And they have to make an emergency landing. But Tro's like, eh, let me go murder those guys so we don't all die real quick. Yep. First. So he starts shooting down Ares in his fancy heavy arms with his jets. There's some cool sliding in the Arctic action. Yep. And then cut to stock footage of the heavy arms shooting random shit. You can tell it's stock footage because, like, you know, this was from the first time that he battled where he was also fighting uh, a bunch of Ares because he already shot down the Ares and he's just, like, shooting into the air randomly. And the inspector was like, oh, no, how could asking for a Gundam have possibly gone wrong for me? I asked for a Gundam, and they gave it to me. Shit, I didn't expect it to work. But apparently the heavy arms just does not have ammo, <laughs> because he's already out. Well, they've been on the run for a while, so, you know, it's uh, true. restocking is hard. It's true. So he's like, I'm going to knife this guy. So he knifes him onto the ground. Well, also specifically, he's like, I need to knife this guy so that he doesn't get send out uh, the fact that there was a Gundam here. Yep. Because I honestly have no idea how good their communications equipment is. Yeah, can't he call people from Antarctica? He tries. 
does this message get through? Who knows? As he's like, fighting Zex at South Pole, Gundam, bad. <laughs> and Tro's like, oh, now you gotta die. Time for my Beyblade attack. <laughs> my orders are, any who have seen the Gundam must die. Noin tells him to stop, but he's already put in the special input for the Beyblade attack and just starts spinning on the guy <laughs> with his knife. <laughs> and then he does a victory pose. As the guy explodes. He doesn't look at it because he is, in fact, a cool guy. Yes. And Trav's like, oh, man, why do I have to keep fighting? As he pries his hand off the joystick. Ah, my pride. It's so bruised. It's actually affecting my arm. Noin runs up to the Gundam and is like, ah, oh, these young pilots are too pure. Why do they put a bunch of kids in these things? Trav falls out. Well, managed to land because he was in the circus, but then falls over. Are you all right? No, clearly he is not all right. He's like, my name is Troa. Also, please reload all the ammo for Hero. <laughs> and she's like, hey, before that, uh, maybe do some self-care? Worry about your own welfare? And he's like, what's that? We don't have welfare on the colonies. Hero comes over the hill, walking slowly, like, ah, I'm sad. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. Yep. So what did you think, Kevin? Yeah, like I said, uh, some interesting stuff going on. You know, always stuff to poke fun at. Trace is really weird in this. But I like the Zex is being like, all right, I'm going to have an honor duel with Hero. Yep. You are right. Trace is weird. And mm-hmm. he's like, I'm in this show too. Don't die, baby. Walk. I get thematically what they're going for with Trace there, but that's because I know what Trace's character arc is. Yes. Uh, you don't have that benefit. So no. it's just like, here's some visuals metaphor. Yeah. Here's a visual metaphor. And like, literally my first thought was him going, no, I want to watch him drown. <laughs> like that was a joke. And that's also literally what went through my head of like, <laughs> Oh my god, is he being like, again, he's Hitler, so he's like, oh no, only the strong must survive. And if that baby is stupid enough to follow that (laughs) butterfly into the water, then it shall face the consequences. But if it's smart, it gets to walk. (laughs) Look, your baby's smart, woman. Stop worrying so much. (laughs) It's a metaphor for letting your kids watch violent television like Gundam. Yes. Is there a mobile suit you want to nominate for our list? There is one that has appeared that... Uh, you have not nominated yet, but it did not appear this episode, and I do not think you'll remember it. So. I definitely won't remember it, so let's oh. just skip it for now. Okay, that works for me. Thank you very much for listening. We will be back next time with episode 16, The Sorrowful Battle. So, Kevin, did you figure out what a Gundam is? Nope. Try again next time.